1: I love it. I absolutely love it. Auburn fans have fallen in love with Tank Bigsby, And we'll chat all about him and what Auburn can do to get him even more involved in the offense moving forward. We will also discuss our takeaways. We're three weeks into the season. What have we learned? What, we, uh, what can we think going forward this season? Also, we'll get to a ton of listener questions and comments. You guys want to talk about Tank, we'll talk about Tank Pappas, you okay talking with Tank or talking about Tank, rather, today? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I haven't seen Auburn fans this excited about a player uh, in a long time. So we'll get to Tank Bigsby later in the show. But first things first, Michael, let's go through some of our biggest takeaways uh, three weeks into the season. Um, I don't know. I've got three here, and none of them are, are groundbreaking. By any means, but my first one, Pappas, is Bo Nix and the offense didn't take as much of a step forward as we expected. At least, uh, at least three weeks into the season, that's kind of where we sit.
0: Yeah, that may be true. Um, I think we definitely underestimated um, the learning curve. I guess you'd say. You know, uh, we definitely all expected them to come out and look like a, you know, a, a very good, very polished bunch, and they just have not.
1: Yeah, so, yeah, so that, that was my first one, and I originally had Bo Nix hasn't taken the step that we expected, but I really don't feel like it's his fault, so I rephrased it and said, and the offense, because it's not just Bo, it's not just Chad Morris, it's not just the offensive line, it's just it's the team in general, so um, that's why I phrased it that way. I don't want to call any one person out, because it's not just one issue. There's a lot of little things going on here we saw it get a little bit better against Arkansas, not near as much as you would want. Uh, it's going to have to be better than it was against Arkansas for them to go to Columbia, South Carolina, and beat and, and beat the Gamecocks. It's just going to be tougher for them to do that. So we will uh, we'll see. All right, what what is one of your takeaways from three weeks into the season? My first
0: one is just going to be that I, I think you know across the board, and then especially for for Auburn, I, I think we underestimated. Uh, how much of an effect the not having spring was going to have. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you look across the board, uh, all almost all of the teams in the SEC are having some major issues.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And for most teams, it's just the defense is really bad. You know, for Auburn, it's not even really that the defense is really bad, but Auburn's struggling in the trenches.
1: Yeah, we... We knew it would have an impact, and we talked about it countless times you know, throughout the ridiculously long offseason that we had, but you and I kind of made the guess, the assumption, formed a hypothesis, if you will, that it wouldn't impact Auburn as much, and I think Auburn's defense has looked better than a lot of the defenses throughout college football, throughout the SEC in particular, but I did think it would look better. Now... I still think we could be correct if Auburn's defense was somewhat healthy. I think if Auburn mm-hmm. truly had their number two corner, if you know maybe if Wooten doesn't opt out, uh, Big Cat, who's a guy that I projected to be the best player on the defensive line, he uh, he has not been himself yet this season, and then obviously you know this past weekend with KJ Britt um, having to undergo undergo surgery this past Friday. So I. I kind of wonder how wrong we were when you lump in all of that information, but it doesn't matter, right? It, what matters is what gets onto the field, and what has gotten onto the field isn't as good as what we thought it was going to be. Yeah, all absolutely. Right. My, uh, another takeaway of mine is, um, and I accidentally just went to it, the defense is going to be limited until it gets healthy. Uh, I think Kevin Steele's waiting on Big Cat Bryant to kind of get back to where he needs to be health-wise. K.J. Britt's going to be a few weeks if he even comes back this season at all, and then I don't know, I, I think Auburn's past defense played a lot better, and granted was against Kentucky, a team that couldn't play, you know, couldn't pass the football that well to begin with, but I think uh, I think they want Jalen Simpson back. Uh, despite Nehemiah Bridget having a really good game against Arkansas, we talked about him a little bit on the show yesterday, but all in all, the defense is going to be limited until it gets healthy. Once again, not a crazy take, just something to kind of keep tabs on.
0: Yeah, for me, it's going to be that Auburn has a lot of very good young players. Um, we opened the show talking a little bit about Tank Bigsby, and, and we'll talk a lot more about him as we move forward, but you know, it's not just him. Um, wooden on the defensive line. I mean, everyone was shocked when the redshirt freshman uh, won the starting job, but I think he's, you know, he's shown that he can hold his own there. He's gotten better every week, too. Yep. Uh, Jalen Simpson, like you said, um, already was very good in the first game. Um, We've seen a lot of uh, true freshman wide receivers sprinkled in. Um, J.J. Pegues has been great. Luke Deal has been awesome blocking for Auburn uh, from his tight end position. Uh, and, and, I mean, truth be told, Bonix is only a true sophomore. So, and, and he really has not been nearly as bad as a lot of people are, are acting like he has been.
1: But he's played 15 games now. Like, he is a true sophomore, but he is as experienced of a true sophomore as you could possibly be. Yeah, I mean, he's still
0: 20 years old, though. And he's still... Um, he still has the full, I mean, he still has a year and a half of eligibility. So I, 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 I'm, that's not, I, I don't know, that's not what, I mean, same with Derek Hall. You'd still have to consider Derek Hall a younger guy, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it, I'm, I'm not talking about experience. I'm just talking about um, year in school. I got you. He, if, he, if, if Bo Nix had not started last year and just started this year, We'd still be like, oh my gosh, they're starting a true sophomore.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, my last takeaway Roger McCurry has lived up to the hype. I know last week was not his best game of the season, but he's really, really good. And he has taken that step. Um, you know, we talked to him in the offseason. It's like, I, I thought he was going to get there, but, you know, there's just this assumption that he's going to be this lockdown SEC corner. And uh, I thought it was a pretty big assumption to have. We saw glimpses of it, you know, as he played that number three corner role. Last year, but he has lived up to the billing. I thought he has been he's been outstanding. What's your last takeaway, brother?
0: Uh, I think uh, I'll stay in the secondary here. And I'm going to say that the assumption that we had that smoke and Sherwood were just going to step in and be, you know, absolutely incredible, I I think was a bit of a stretch. Um, I think they've been, you know, good, not great, Mm -hmm. adequate. Um, You definitely see glimpses here and there. Uh, Smoke Monday, I think, has been better than than Jamie and Sherwood, but um, I think we may have overestimated how how easy it would be for them to just step in and not miss a beat from the seniors that they replaced.
1: Our friends over at Frisky Whiskey, they provide uh, pretty much any kind of beverage that you want. I mean, they are thousands of bottles of liquor in stock. Your one-stop shop for liquor, wine, beer, tobacco, and lottery. They've got all kinds of things going on, open from 8 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 12.30 to 11.30 p.m. on Sunday. I went over to Frisky Whiskey um, on Saturday, before, uh, before all the games started, Saturday morning, and got a collection of things for a ridiculously good price due to where they are located just inside the state of Georgia lines, they uh, they are able to get all of the things on the shelves for for way cheaper, way way cheaper, and uh, it's only like 15 minutes from uh, from Opelika and Auburn, and uh, I, I absolutely think it's worth the drive when you compare their prices to the ABC stores. Michael, I know you're a big fan of Frisky Whiskey. I'm a big fan of Frisky Whiskey. If you have not made yourself uh, if you have not made yourself drive over the short, short drive to Frisky Whiskey, highly recommend you type it into your phone's GPS and um, and go check it out. Love our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Also, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models going to a brick-and-mortar store for all of your car parts, uh, it seems kind of inefficient when you really think about it. RockAuto.com, Family Business, and they've been serving auto park customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do it yourselfers So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. And write Locked on Auburn in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. So moving forward against South Carolina, how's Auburn going to get Tank Bigsby more involved? And Michael, we saw Auburn run Tank a ton in the first half. They went more to the passing game in the second half against Arkansas. Do you think that'll be a trend moving forward? Do you think the coaches will go back and look at that and say, hey, we really let our foot off the gas in regards to the run game? Are they trying to get these talented receivers involved so they were kind of, you know, trying to get something happening through the passing game? Why, why do you think they had the change of heart?
0: That's a great question. Uh, I, I don't have a great answer for you, Zach, but I will say that I, I don't even really know. Okay. Uh, I, I will say that Chad Morris, you know, he, he's, a, he's a throwing coordinator. I, I don't know. I mean, he prefers to throw the ball. You know, we know that, or we knew that coming into the season, and we've seen it each game through three games, is he likes to use the passing game to try to open up the running game. Why, when the running game was working so well, did they kind of go away from it there in the third quarter? Uh, I don't really know.
1: Yeah. Do you think Arkansas's defense is comparable to South Carolina's defense, or do you think one is better than the other?
0: I, I think the— obvious assumption would be that South Carolina's defense is probably better. Although I don't know how founded in reality that is this season.
1: Yeah. I don't, Um, I don't know if there's a way to truly know that yet.
0: They gave up 31 to Tennessee and 38 to Florida. Granted, Florida's very good at offense this season. Yeah. Um, And then they played Vanderbilt. So like, I don't know. Right. I mean, as much as I'd like to be able to sit here and be like, "Oh yeah, they stink," or "They're really good." I mean, we—I feel like we don't really know. They're probably average. Just being
1: realistic, right? Yeah. Now I think the question is: Arkansas average, or like, is Arkansas better than they have been? I think that is true. They are better than they have been, but is Arkansas to the point where they're an average SEC team yet? Like, I'm not sold on that, but they could be. Yeah,
0: I I feel like it does. I mean, Arkansas is one and two and has really been in both of their losses. I know they ended up losing by 27 to Georgia, but that game was, I mean, that was a close game until the fourth quarter started. They've done better against Georgia than anybody else has so far. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't, I hate to just sit here and be like, oh, I don't really know. I mean. Arkansas tackled so poorly against Auburn, so poorly. Yeah. And you have to imagine that uh, a Will Muschamp coach defense is going to tackle better than that.
1: Yeah. I think that's a good assumption. Um, Saying on the topic of running backs, uh, does Mark Anthony Richards, does he actually exist, do you think? Or is he just kind of a joke that we're like, you know, that the coaches are playing on us? Um, Like, 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 is is uh, is he a real person? (laughs) Like, Uh, where where, where is pictures of him?
0: (laughs) Um, I feel like he's played on special teams. Maybe he switched numbers, didn't he? So that was really confusing again for me for that first game. So, um, I don't know. That is just that whole the the that the Mark Anthony Richard situation is baffling.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's absolutely crazy. Hey, we want to give some love to our friends at Built Bar. You can go to builtbar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your order at builtbar.com. I mean, it is the best snack on the market, the best protein bar on the market. They're kind of busting through those afternoon blues, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock rolls around. You've eaten lunch, it's too early to leave work and you know, go grab something on the way home or go home and cook dinner. You need something to get you there. Built Bar is the best product on the market to do that. It's healthy, it's good for you, high in protein, low in sugar, low in calories, and it tastes great. It tastes like a candy bar. So Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off your order at BuiltBar.com. All right, Pappas, we got some listener questions. 205-502-4285 is how you can be a part of the show. Jamie sends us a text saying, Hey, boys, I wanted to bring up something that I feel like no one is talking about. The O-line seems to block its best when Tank is running the ball. Also, the only running back we know of that has taken the entire O-line out for Hibachi is also Tank. All I'm saying is... We don't know that Hibachi isn't the reason our run game seems to be clicking when Tank has the ball. Hashtag Hibachi gate. I never thought I would see a hashtag Hibachi gate. I'm all, I'm all for that. I forgot all about that over the offseason, Jamie. Thank you for sharing that. Um, uh, one, and, and Ferguson did a good job breaking this down of the Auburn Observer. Highly encourage you check that out and subscribe to that friend of the program on Ferg Fridays here on Locked on Auburn. But Auburn did significantly better when they, when they block zone, when they do zone blocking schemes. And there are different types of backs. Some backs prefer running behind man blocking schemes. And some backs like it when, you, when they run behind zone blocking schemes. Tank's vision is ridiculous. So that may have something to do with it. As far as the zone, it's a lot of more patience. It's a lot more kind of feeling what's happening around you instead of just a set path. And I think that could also that that could play into it. Also, like Tank is a better running back than all the other running backs on Auburn's roster, so I think that's going to play into it as well.
0: Yeah, I think you hit the nail
1: on the head there with that last point there, Zach. I feel like the zone point was better but i think the uh the last point was more true
0: <laughs> yeah the the zone point really made it seem like you knew what you were talking about but i am just going to go with tank bigsby avoided 14 tackles
1: yeah on like right? 20 we, we carries yeah it. it's crazy
0: yeah we talked about it yesterday i mean i know that it's uh, i know that we want to say that they blocked way better and look they were the offensive line was in, was leaps and bounds better against Arkansas than they were against Georgia. Do yeah. not get me wrong about that. Sure. But Tank Bigsby was incredible. I mean, he was so good. Right. In this game. um, I don't know. I, I love Hibachi Gate, so I'm going to buy in right now. Okay. That that's why he, he's performing so well. And, and the offensive line is is block out there blocking for him like nobody's business. Sweet. But All right. I don't know. Also, I, I think there's something to be said that I think they're figuring out the offensive line a little bit with snap counts and things.
1: Yeah, they still um, used a lot of different uh, offensive line sets on Saturday, and the thing that worries me is like Troxel's out. So are they going to have to do this all again when Troxel comes back? Like I don't know. I don't know. I thought Alec Jackson was fine on Saturday, but we'll see. He was mu- much better than he was against Georgia. Yeah, there's no question there. All right, Colonel Steve. Has this next text, and he just says, Hey, Zach and couch. He just calls you couch. Is that okay? Well, I've been called way worse. Yeah, all right. Colonel Steve asks, um, Is there a Auburn running back from the past seasons that you think would have done what Tank did against Arkansas last Saturday? His yards after contact and explosiveness was special. Excited to watch his career, Colonel Steve. Um, I think some of the answers, like, you know, Trey Mason makes sense here. I think Cam Petway... The year he was really good, makes sense there. Carry on's different running style, so maybe not him. Payne Barber's a little different. Ben Tate. I can see Ben Tate doing what he did on Saturday. Um, yeah, those are a few that come to mind. What do you what about you? Uh yeah. The
0: immediate ones for me were Trey Mason and Cameron Artis Payne. I mean, the way that those guys mm-hmm. bounced off tackles and would just run through yeah. everyone and toss people around like it was no one's business. I mean m- my unfair comparison for Tank Bigsby was really that he looks like not Na- he I mean he looked like Najee Harris. The okay. way that he was throwing people off of him when he got to the second level. I mean just the the strength and the balance I, I'm like speechless.
1: Yeah, people want us to compare him to Cadillac and Ronnie. I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it yet. I, he may be as good but I don't think their styles are similar. I just don't, I don't see it. I think he's more like Ben Tate than Trey Mason. A lot of people throwing Trey Mason out there. I disagree. I don't think that's who he is yet. We've seen him for, what, like two actual games? So we got time. We got time to figure that out. Um, Phoenix from Tennessee asks, Phoenix, very loyal listener, I think your name being Phoenix is really, really cool. Does the success of the basketball team maybe make us hate football less uh when they went to the final four um I think uh, obviously I think basketball being more relevant is kind of like okay not all of our eggs are in one basket sure I think so I mean I think uh, after the Georgia loss the way a lot of people coped with that was okay November 25th is when college basketball starts okay that's not too long it's like a month we can do that so yeah sure I think that's fine Um, we just got a text that said, players change, but red zone struggles remain the same. Um, and this is the only thing this person has ever sent us, so I thought that was an interesting, interesting bit there, but as far as Malzahn offenses in the red zone, he used to be great in the red zone, and it's kind of trailed off a little bit, um, yeah, I don't really know, I don't really know what the problem there is, but, I'm thinking back to Saturday, and I don't really remember them having to stall out a whole lot in the red zone. Am I? Am I missing something, Pappas? Because all of Andre's kicks were from outside of the red zone, I think. Mm, they may have been
0: from like between the 15 and the 20. Because right, didn't he kick a 30-something yarder?
1: Yeah, I- I'm gonna look it up.
0: I don't know. I agree. As far as the basketball team goes, if I told you that the Monday after a Auburn football win, we would be talking about basketball, would you have believed me? Uh, I don't know. Like even really like five months ago?
1: All right, let's see. Ander's first kick was 47 yards. That's outside of the red zone their second one was 25 yards that's that's in the red zone that's super in the red zone and then his last one was 39 yards
0: oh the red zone struggles was when they did that horrible third down play call on the jet sweep to, oh the, uh,
1: yeah to a to anthony schwartz yeah that was a terrible call i'm fine with that yeah you you can you can you can poop all over that call that was Man. that was awful well,
0: you got to bring that up on this Tuesday, we're on to the next one. On the next got me all one, bummed out about that one play
1: call. Hey, it's all right; they won. Uh, all right, last one. Drew asks, "Hello, Zach and Michael. Hello, Drew." My immediate gut reaction is, "Can we win five games this year?" South Carolina, Ole Miss, Mississippi State are no longer gimme's. There are major problems on the planes. Big shout out to Tank, though; he is playing his tail off. People love Tank. People love Tank. I think Mississippi State's still a gimme. Um, my only concern there is Auburn isn't the best at running zone. So that may be interesting to see, but I just, I don't see what they did against Kentucky. That was just kind of rough. As far as Ole Miss in South Carolina, I agree with you. Those are not gimme games. It is not a gimme game this weekend. I'm still not positive how I'm going to pick that game on Saturday. And then Ole Miss... All Miss is going to mess some people up this year, and I'm—I you, you just got to hope it's not Auburn at this point.
0: Yeah, the, you are correct, Drew. Um, I guess they're not gimmies, but on the other hand, Mississippi State threw the ball seventy times. They had sixty nine attempts, nice last game,
1: nice.
0: and threw six interceptions and scored. Two points, which means the offense scored zero points. They threw the ball 69 times and scored zero points. Their yards per attempt was four. That is not good. That's gross. So um, Mississippi State, as good, as good as they looked in that first game, um, they have fallen down to earth a little bit. Um, Ole Miss's offense looks awesome, but their defense cannot stop air. Right. Zach, I'm pretty sure you and I could get out there and get eight yards against them. You think so? Um, dude, the way that they're playing right now, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, I, I and m and LSU both look average. Um, I, I think A&M, Jimbo Fisher, and uh, Kellen Mond had like the games of their lives against Ford on Saturday. They needed
1: that. Absolutely. But if you watch them in the first
0: two games, you're like, where the heck did this come from?
1: You're right. You're absolutely right.
0: So, yeah, I absolutely think that we can win five games this year. I think you just named three wins right there. And then you add in LSU. I mean, this is a very odd season, and I know that it's not, I don't know, it's not hopeful or or sexy to be like, all you got to do is survive in advance, especially in the SEC. But, like, you know, if Auburn goes into the SEC championship game with one loss and and finds a way to pull it off against Georgia or Florida, like, that's...
1: Yeah, I think the only...
0: And I, think, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves,
1: but still. I think the only secure, like, the definite losses on the schedule as of right now, if I just had to pick, are Tennessee and Alabama. I think every other game is totally winnable. And obviously, Tennessee is winnable. I'm just predicting that Auburn loses that game. And I said that before the season starts, and now I'm and now I'm definitely standing by it, but... I think uh, I think the three you listed: South, Drew. I think South Carolina, Ole Miss, and Mississippi State. And like you said, Michael, LSU. I think all of those are winnable. Um, you got to you got to be better than what you were last Saturday, which Auburn set a pretty low bar for itself. Uh, I, I think they're going to be able to pull it off. So we'll see, Michael. Where can people find you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter at Couch Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackberry. Follow show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Auburn.